When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. everybody and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio football time here with Colin Taylor I'm Emerson Phillips and we're just 10 days away from the start of Gamecock football we're going to be talking about it here on Gamecock Central Radio Colin let's start with transfers and I want to start with a, a position that is the area of concern it seems coming into this 2018 football season year three the Will Muschamp era and that's the safety position and uh, we got a couple of transfers Colin Nick Harvey comes in from Texas A&M and JT eBay has transferred in from Rice. eBay is a graduate transfer. So how much of this is Muschamp and the staff saying, hey, we need help at safety right now, so let's try to find some transfers? Yeah, and, like, I mean, they obviously looked at the roster and saw that there was one guy returning with um, extensive experience, um, and they went out and searched that grad transfer market until they were and came up with, you know, the Carvey and JT eBay, and both guys have, are experienced. Uh, Carvey is probably right now in line to be starting safety aside Mon- or besides Montag. Harvey obviously coming from the SEC at eBay with some experience playing at Rice that wanted a new challenge. So I like what they brought in, and I think it'll be a nice bridge year to kind of get some of the younger guys that are playing safety now. Uh, kind of ready to, to to go once once eBay and, and Harvey leave. We're recording on this Wednesday, Colin, and Will Muschamp spoke on the radio today here in Columbia. He was on 107.5 The Game on the afternoon show, and he said that Harvey and eBay are among the top four players working to safety right now. Yeah, and, you know, right now if the season started today, I would think that um, Montac and, and Harvey would be your two safeties, and then you have the ability to, to rotate in a guy like um, – you know, an eBay who's working back to fully healthy um, and uh, Jam Williams, who they've been working there too. Um, Jam's been a little bit inconsistent, uh, but they, they like what his skill set brings at that position and uh, it frees them up to do use another corner spot. So um, right now I think Carvey and Montac are probably your two, but I think eBay is more than likely the first guy off the bench if they need to rotate safeties in and out. Okay, Muschamp said the top four players at safety right now are Montac, Jam Williams, Nick Harvey, and JT eBay. So that's what he said on the radio today, 10 days from kickoff. Colin, we've got some other transfers and some newcomers to the program that could have an impact here in 2018, and I want to get you to talk about um, – some of those, let's talk about Jamel Cook, who transferred from Southern Cal. That's another transfer that we need to talk about. What's his status right now? And talk about Josh Belk, the in-state product who is from Richburg, South Carolina, played at Louisville High, spent last year at Clemson but did not play and has transferred to South Carolina. Right, and so with Jamel Cook, he's the ultimate latest addition in the, the class transferring from the other USC in California. Um 
just one of the situations where he wasn't getting playing time and um, wanted to come to a school, you know, somewhat closer to home. Um, he's originally from the Miami area, played high school football with Keir Thomas. Um, so they've applied to get eligibility for him right away. Um, but uh, similar to Belk, they just haven't heard anything right now. Um, with, with Belk, it's kind of the same situation. They're both kind of in this weird state of limbo, um, just a little bit over a week before before kickoff. Um, they've filled out all the paperwork. Um, they, they've submitted everything to the NCAA, and now they're just kind of on the NCAA's timetable of whenever that organization decides to announce anything is kind of when they're going to know. Um, so Muschamp said he's been optimistic about Belk and getting Belk eligible to play since he hasn't played a snap for, for Clemson yet. Um, so the, the hope is that they get Belk at least to come play and add some just, you know, depth to that defensive line. So um, everyone's just kind of in this weird wait-and-see moment right now. Colin, wasn't Belk rated a five-star prospect? And he's listed at 6'3", 359 on the Gamecock roster right yeah. now. Yeah, I think he was a four-star coming out of high school, but, you know, a top-ten player in the state, um, you know, number 21 in his position, a 5.8 on the rivals rankings, four-star kid. And, you know, he came in at probably 359. I think they whittled him down a little bit to um, right around 330, 335. Uh, but from everything that we've heard um, from players that have played against him and his, his defensive line teammates, that he's already come in there and been one of the strongest defensive linemen um, in the group just as, as a freshman. I mean, not even a year removed from high school yet. Yeah. Colin, you got to wonder what uh, kind of shape he's in at 359 pounds, but a very legitimate space eater in the middle if he can get on the field. Yeah, and, you know, it, when he can get down to the kind of weight that they want him to play at, um, probably in that three, you know, what you saw Javon Kinlaw play at last year in that 310 to 325 range, um, that's, I think, what's going to be the best for him and, and the best for South Carolina is a strong guy that can take up two blockers on the defensive line. So that that's the hope for Belk if he does get cleared um, this season. But if not, then he'll have a year under his belt to kind of get used to the system and then step in as probably one of the starting guys next year too. All right, we're talking about newcomers here on Gamecock Central Radio. Ten days from the season opener with Coastal Carolina. That'll be a noon kickoff on the SEC Network at Williams-Brice for South Carolina and Coastal Carolina. Colin, let's stay with the secondary here. We talked about safety, and that's a position of concern cornerback seems good at the top of the position but we're concerned about depth there and one player that is another newcomer is true freshman jc horn out of alpharetta georgia and his father joe horn was a hell of an nfl player for a number of years played with the saints and a couple of other teams i believe and jc horn has had a good fall camp yeah and weird enough you know i'm showing my age here but i grew up watching joe horn play still remember the cell phone thing or touchdown so hopefully We'll be seeing a little bit of Joe Horn at games this year. Um, but, you know, from, from everything that we've heard is that J.C. Horn has come in and just looked really good. Uh, they've even, you know, Muschamp said today or said today on another radio show down in Charleston that, you know, if, if the season started today that J.C. Horn would be in their nickel package as one of their five best defensive backs. So that's a guy that they're really, really high on. He's got good length. He plays man coverage really, really well, which is something they've um, – liked and it, it's just a matter of getting him up to speed and he's already taken first and second team reps this camp and, and every offensive player that we've talked to about the defense has raved about how good he is compared to you know some of the other freshmen they've seen at this point in their career so um 
it, it'll be interesting because I think that day one with moving Harvey to safety gives you an extra spot where you can shift Keyson Nixon in from the outside spot to the inside nickel and then put JC Horn on the outside. So there's a lot that they could do um, with him. And I think he'll see a lot of his, his fair share of snaps yeah, this so year. Looking like Horn's going to get on the field right away. So Colin, the top three at corner right now are Rashad Fenton, Keyson Nixon and JC Horn. That would be my guess. They haven't released a depth chart yet, um, but right. that, that's my guess right now as to who they're going to see. And, and you could also see some Jam Williams played some nickel form last year. Um, then they have other guys like Israel Mukwamu, uh that that's looked good. So I, I think it'll be there'll be a rotation. But if I was going to pick your the top three guys, it would be Fenton, Nixon, and, and then Horn, just kind of as a, a collective group. All right, one more newcomer that I wanted to talk about with you today, Colin, is Rosendo Lewis, the linebacker from Deerfield Beach, Florida, 6'2", 240 pounds. This guy was a wrecking ball in high school. You look at his high school tape, he looked very good, but he's been banged up this fall. Yeah, um, a guy that they have. I have hopes to be the future of the middle linebacker position at South Carolina. Um, the like they like the way he plays. Um, he, he's a thumper. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe. Him. He loves to hit. He loves to get his nose in there and and get dirty. So I think that he's there. He's had a little bit of a shoulder problem. Uh, was in some non-contact stuff the last time we got to see practice. Um, so with, with a pretty good brace on it, but. Um, it's just a matter now of getting those physical reps. He's gone through camp with the mental reps and in and, and the meetings and whatnot, but now it's about getting on the field and really putting what he's learned in the meetings to, to work. And if that can catch up with the mental side, if the physical side can catch up with the mental, then I think he has a chance to play some, some snaps this year. But if not, then um, it could be a special team situation. Or And, and I think you'll see a lot of Sherrod Green, Danny Fennell, T.J. Brunson, um, Eldridge Thompson and Bryson on the lanes as that core linebacker group. All right, let's turn our attention to the offensive side for a moment here, Colin. And I want to ask you first about this up-tempo offense that we've been hearing about that the Gamecocks are going to implement in 2018. How's that coming along? They, from everything that we've heard and everything that's been said publicly, is this is a complete – they have really, really high hopes. Um, and they're kind of ahead of the curve um, and where they think that they would be. So um, – that's there's just there's nothing but optimism right now. Um, Rico Dowdle's come out and said that they've kind of had to to stress once a play ends and in seven seconds, let's go out and let's run another play, just to keep the defense from substituting and um, just keep it kind of everybody moving and taking advantage of stuff on the outside. So from everything that we've heard, um, that that South Carolina really feels like they have the scheme and the athletes to be able to to, to effectively run this and, and run it well. And Muschamp has said repeatedly this summer that Jake Bentley plays better when the offense is up-tempo. Yeah, and it, there's less scheme that goes along. Um, he did a lot of RPO and up-tempo stuff at Opelika when he was in high school. Um, so this is kind of going back to what he's more used to and more comfortable with. Um, I, I think that when you give Bentley, especially as, as quick as they threw him into the fire and as quick as – they tried to, to pile stuff on with the offense. It, it might have gotten a little overwhelming, and he was in his head a little too much. Now it's just you go and, and you just make as quick decisions as possible to, to try and exploit some mismatches. If you see one-on-one coverage, throw the deep ball. You know, If not, hand the ball off or check down. So there's not a whole lot of thinking about what could go wrong, um, which is something he says is really, really beneficial for his game. 
Colin, the running back position appears to be solid. Rico Dowdle is healthy, and you know, the Gamecocks have got three proven players at that position, and the Gamecocks look good at running back right now. Yeah, and and when you look at it, if you know if Tyson Williams can get a little bit more consistent compared to what he was last year, I think it'll be a dangerous group just because they kind of check off all the boxes. You know, they have the speed guy in AJ Turner, and then they have this bowling ball of a running back in Lon Denson, and then they have Tyson and you know, Rico Dowdle, who have kind of, uh, I wouldn't say more polished, but they have a little bit more to do. And, and AJ Turner's a strong back too. So um, I think that there's a lot of different things that this running back group can do um, if Tyson Williams can come along. And, and Bobby Bentley has said a couple times, this, or at least once this spring, or not spring, but at least once this fall camp, that Rico and Tyson have both, kind of separated themselves in that running back group. Um, okay. And he kind of expects big year, big years from them in terms of being able to run fast and do different things in the offense. Yeah, Turner, Williams, and uh, Rico Dowdle, the top three running back. Mon Denson figuring in, factoring into that position as well. Colin, the success of the offense in 2018 will center, obviously, around offensive line play. And with the movement of Donnell Stanley to center, it feels like, and based on what I'm hearing this summer, it seems like the Gamecock offensive line could be the best unit they've had in years. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of optimism there, um, even from Will Muschamp himself. Um, he thinks that this is the best group that he's had in his time at South Carolina. And when you look at it, they have you know about 60, a little bit less than 60 returning starts um, on the offensive line. Uh, you have three guys that started almost every game last year, if not for injury, and, and Donald Stanley moving to center, Zach Bailey moving back to guard, and Dennis Daly at your left tackle spot. And then you insert Sedarius Hutcherson, who's had about as good of a camp as anybody has had on the team. And then Blake Camper, who's they've said has rededicated himself to the weight room. He's kind of rededicated himself to, to playing football. So there's a lot of optimism. And, and even if they get incrementally better from last year, um, it should help keep the pocket cleaner just that much longer the holes open for that just a, a little bit longer which will help the athletes on the other side of things we really haven't touched on wide receiver much but colin i've heard the gamecocks may have a top five receiver group in the country this year I, you know i don't know how generous that is i don't know how accurate that is but i've heard national experts saying the gamecocks may have a top five group at wide receiver and, and that's really not that far off i'd put them probably in my top five or top ten just because you have Debo Samuel who affects the game no matter where he is on the field, kickoff, backfield, whatever he's doing, he's going to make you pay for, for any kind of mistake you make. Uh, Brian Edwards, who's developed into a number one receiver with Debo out last year, or Trey and Chai Smith, who both caught a lot of starts last year when Debo was out. And then you bring a guy like Josh Van into the mix, who's already kind of a natural playmaker from everything they've said. Um, for, Brian Edwards was really high on Josh Van, so – um, it, it'll be interesting to see just because you know they, they do have the talent to, to be able to do it and bringing Debo back into the fold um, kind of makes defenses really have to key on him which opens up space for guys like Ortre, guys like Shine, guys like Brian Edwards. Place kicking position still up for grabs. Colin talks special teams. I know you had Joseph Charlton, the kid from AC Flora High School, Columbia native. Uh, local product on your all SEC team at punter, but we're still not sure about place kicker. Yeah, um, it's still an ongoing competition, but Will Muschamp said after the scrimmage last week um, that if the season started today, that Parker White would probably be your your starting ki uh, kicker. Um, they've done a lot of good stuff in terms of this offseason. 
about making sure the snap and the hold are clean for, for White. Um, and White's talked a little bit about getting better, too, and trying to improve his accuracy, especially from over 40 yards. Um, and at the the other big lingering spot, because um, Debo's going to be a kick returner and Joseph Charlton's going to be your punt, uh, your punter, uh, is the, at that punt return spot. Um, and they think Brian Edwards is going to kind of fit into that slot. But you have other guys like Nick Harvey and um, a few others kind of working there to, to um, you know, it, it kind of foster competition there. But Brian Edwards is likely not going to be that guy. Fantastic. Colin Taylor, thanks for the time today. A lot more Gamecock football to come. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right, that's Colin Taylor, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Ten days till kickoff. Stick around. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.